Thanks for joining us on Our Father's House's weekly podcast, A Place to Find God. Each week we bring you a sermon from our Sunday services where you can be uplifted and grow in Jesus on the go. If you have any questions or want to learn more about us, you can always check us out online by going to ofhorangeburg.com. We'd love to get to know you. Now let's get to this week's message. On this morning, you can put a clap hand, you can put an amen, all of those things. I may not hear it, but I'm watching the chat so I can see what you're saying as we are ministering the word on this morning. So we want you to participate as we go forward inside of what God had in store for us on this morning. Amen. I want to share a word that God has placed in my heart. Uh, God spoke this word in my heart of the earlier part of this week, and I want to share this word with us on today. I believe as we embrace this word, amen, we'll find ourselves moving into an, another dimension uh, uh, inside of the thing that God had in store for us. So I'm going to be reading from Exodus on today, as well as 1 Corinthians, uh, Exodus, the 14th chapter, and then 1 Corinthians, the second chapter. Um, I'm going to, instead of starting in Exodus, I'm going to start in Corinthians. And then we're going to come back to Exodus. 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, and the ninth verse of very familiar passage of scripture. Most of you have heard this scripture, but I want to read it into your ears on this morning. And we're going to trust that the Holy Spirit will give us directions to minister this word to us. Ninth verse said, but as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. For it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have it entered into the heart of men the things which God had prepared for them that love him. And, and before we even go any further, I want you to uh, uh, make this declaration in your heart on this morning. God has something prepared for me. <laughs> I just want you to declare that that's not my subject. But I just want you to embrace that into your own lives on today. Say, God has something prepared for me. Now let's go into Exodus, the 14th chapter. Uh, uh, we're going to start at the 10th verse. This was after uh, uh, Moses and the children of Israel had left Egypt and God had set them free. And uh, um, God gave Moses instructions to take them by uh, uh, this direction by way of the wilderness. And, and, and ironically, as they got there, they found out that Pharaoh and his men, his soldiers, were breathing down their neck. And we found here, find here in the 10th verse, it says, And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them. And they were so afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. Isn't it amazing how when the enemy gets on your track, you can cry out to the Lord? And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not the word? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, "Let us alone, that they may serve, that we may serve the Egyptians." 
for it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, fear not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you and ye shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, wherefore Christ thou unto me, speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. But lift up thy rod and stretch out thine hand over the sea and divide it and the children of Israel shall go on, on dry, shall go on dry ground through the mist of the sea. I, I want to just talk to us for a few minutes on this morning, something that God placed in my heart. As we look at these two particular scriptures, I want to uh, um, talk to us on this subject, walk it out. <laughs> that may sound a little, uh, 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 um, whatever this morning, walk it out, but I, I want to uh, um, challenge us on today as we uh, 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 embrace or embark upon the rest of our journey in life. I want to challenge us that we, every one of us would just walk it out. Walk it out. Don't stop where you are, but walk it out. I don't care what's happening. I don't care how much the enemy is breathing threatenings uh, uh, on you. On you. Uh, just walk it out. I don't care what the Lord has promised. Uh, amen. Just walk it out. If you want to see the other side of the river, you got to walk through it. If you want to experience the things that God has spoken concerning your lives, I find out that many times we got to just walk it out. If you want to really uh, uh, experience and, and see the hand of God move in your life. And, and I believe, as I said earlier, God has something prepared for every one of us. I believe that there are great things that God has in store for us. But I also want to challenge us, if we don't walk it out, we will never be able to experience the fulfillment of those things that God has spoken concerning our lives. Now, last week we ministered a lesson uh, concerning, Lord, do it again. And there comes a time in every one of our lives that we just need God to do it again. And, and, and we dealt with uh, uh, certain words last week about refreshing and, and renewing and reviving, recharging and refocusing. And, and, and I want you to look at this because uh, as I said, now there comes a time in every one of our lives, just because of life itself, we need to be refreshed. We need to be recharged. And, and I want to say this as a testimony because that word on last week uh, 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 did something in me. I, I thank God because uh, I left on last week uh, being refreshed and, and recharged. And I find myself uh, last week reinvigorated, uh, uh, ready to do. But let me share something with you. Just because you've been refreshed, 
just because you've been renewed, just because you've been recharged, does not mean that automatically the journey is finished. You still got to walk it all the way out in order to fulfill God's given purpose in your life. You got to walk it out. You don't just, you, 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 I was talking last week how, how sometimes you women, you may go to your uh, uh, beautician and, and it's time for a redo. Uh, but you don't just get a redo just so that you can sit in the house. You get that redo. You get that refreshing so that you can go out and let somebody see now this new hairstyle. You don't take your car to the dealership or to the shop and get the oil changed or get it tuned up and get the engine renewed uh, so that you can sit the car in the garage. No, you get that done so that you can put it on the road and walk that thing out. And sometimes as God come in and as God reinvigorates us and as God recharges us as God refocuses us it's not for us to sit still now and clap our hands and say God I thank you for the renewing no we got to get up and keep on walking through the things that God hath in in, in, in store for our lives now I want to say this because this is very important in life we all have ideas and intentions we all have visions and dreams. God give all of us dreams and visions and ideas and, 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 and intentions. But in order for these ideas and dreams and intentions to be realized and become a reality, we got to walk it through. Uh, 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 have you ever had an idea about something that you, you just felt good about, but you sat on it? Or, or, or you had a dream, uh, 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 God just put something in your heart to do, but you never walked it out. And because you didn't walk it out, you never experienced the fulfillment of that idea or that dream. And, and, and I want to share with us because, uh, you know, God is challenging us on this morning. There's a whole lot that God has before us. There's a whole lot that still needs to be done in our lives as well as in the body of Christ, but in order for them to come into fruition, in order for us to meet the fulfillment or enjoy the fulfillment of these dreams and visions that are in our hearts, we gotta walk it out. We can't just sit still and twiddle our thumbs and wait for things to happen. We gotta get up and walk it out. And as we walk it out, we can see the fulfillment of what God is doing or what God has ordained for our lives. One of the greatest failures in life, and I'll say this, I feel one of the greatest failures in life is when we fail to put feet on our ideas and our intentions. What do you mean, Bishop? We can have ideas and we can have intentions, but if we don't put some feet to it and walk our way, into those things, uh, you will die with those ideas 
and intentions. So that becomes a great failure. It, it's, it's really, really disheartening when you see somebody that had been endowed with a great, great future, but because of their inability, and I wouldn't even call it an inability, but because of their lack of walking it out, they never come in to the fulfillment of what God has ordained for their lives. What do I say? What are you saying, Bishop? Put some feet on it. Amen. Keep on walking it out. You may not know. You may not see what's before you. You may not see what's around the turn, but walk it out and watch God bring you into it. Also, sometimes you, you, you need to put hands to your vision. You, 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 you know, you can have a vision, but if you don't put hands to it and, and work it out, you, you, you'll never see the fulfillment of those dreams and visions. Now, let me share something with you, because this is a great, great tragedy. One of the, I, I heard somebody say this, I, I'll say it like this. I heard somebody share this once, and they said, the richest place in the world is the cemetery <laughs> or the graveyard. And, 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 and I pondered that in my heart. And as I, I continued to listen, I, I, I heard them say, now, the reason why it is one of the richest places is because the graveyard or the cemetery is filled with unfulfilled dreams and visions. Again, I apologize to you all, amen, for that glitch, but we're going to continue with the word that God has given us on this morning. And as we were sharing uh, with you, we, we want you to understand uh, that there are many times we just have to walk some things through, even with what just happened uh, a few minutes ago. It's not going to stop us. Uh, we've got to walk it on through. When when oppositions come, we got to walk it through because a lot of times you will never find out what's on the other side of where you are unless you walk it through. And, and as I said earlier, many of us have dreams and visions and many of us have ideas and intentions, but if we don't walk it through, we will never be able to enjoy uh, the manifestation of those dreams and visions that we have. And, and, and because of these things in our lives, we've got to just walk it all the way through. You, you know, sometimes we, we just got to, I'll just use the terminology, keep it moving. Don't stop where you are, but keep it moving. You could be refreshed, and we were refreshed on last week, but let's keep it moving. Let's realize that there's still a journey before us. There's still some mountains to climb. There's still some distance to go, and the only way we are going to make it on the other side, we've got to keep it moving. We've just got to walk it out. And I was sharing this with us before uh, uh, the glitch came in. You know, uh, um, I believe that the cemetery is uh, uh, one of the places where we have so many unfulfilled dreams and unaccomplished uh, 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 ideas and, and intentions and, and, and potential. The graveyard is filled with potential. 
so much potential has died never being realized never being fulfilled but let's make it make a decision in our hearts that i'm not going to allow my potential to die potentiality will not become a reality unless we walk it through we used to sing the song as we were growing up i am a promise i am a possibility i am a promise you remember the song with a capital P. I am a great big bundle of potentiality. Now that sounds so very good and it's good to be able to rehearse that in your mind and in your heart. But let me share something with you. You can sing that song until your tongue fall out, but if you don't walk it through, you will never be able to manifest and fulfill the potential that is in you. You got to walk it out. There's some things before us that we've just got to walk it out. I don't care how much potential you have. How many individuals have a whole lot of potential, but because of issues, because of situations in their lives, they fail to walk it out and they never reach their God-given potential. But I want to share something with you. Let's purpose in our heart that we're going to walk it out. We all have some I should'ves in our lives. I, I, I don't know about you, but I'm 72 years old. And, and, and I can look back over my life and, and I can see some times when I can say I should have, or I meant to, or I was gonna, you, 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 you know, you know, I was gonna do that, and and I was gonna do that, or I should have done that, and I should have done that. And, 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 and let me share something with you. While many of us may have those times in our lives, don't let your failures of the past stop you from getting up and going on to your destiny. Oh, yes, I had some I should have in my life, but I believe that there's still some things before me that God is saying, get that I should have out of your mind. Get that I meant to out of your mind and now replace that with I'm doing it. Instead of rehearsing, oh, I should have, you, you, you know, I'm start feeling bad about, oh, I should have done that, and, and I should have done that, and well, I meant to do this, and I meant to, oh, yeah, that may be true, but let's, let's stop singing the blues. Let's start determining in our hearts, I'm going to change my dialogue now. I'm going to change my language from I should have to I'm doing it. Because if you're alive, there's still chance for you to fulfill the destiny that is before you. Let me share with you, you can be refreshed, but your refreshing is not your end point. Your refreshing is not the point that you stop and just sit down and relax. Let us not get so caught up with our being refreshed that we forget that there's still a journey before us. Oh yes, God will refresh us. And I believe that many of us as a result of last week, we were refreshed and we were renewed, we were reinvigorated, but don't fool yourself. That's not the end of the journey. I'm refreshed so that I can keep on going. And as you, you, you may embark upon a trip going from one place to the next and, 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 and sometimes on that trip, they have what we call rest stops or rest areas. Now, let me share something with you. You don't see folk pulling up to a rest area and setting up camp. 
No, you don't set up camp at a rest area. You stop at a rest area just so that you can be reinvigorated, refreshed, relieved, and get ready to get back on the road and go on to your destiny. Don't stop at your rest area and build camp. We got to keep on moving. We got to keep on going because there's so much more. Not only that God has in store for us, but there's so much more that God has for us to do. And that's why we got to keep on walking it out. There are things that God is putting in many of our hearts to do. There are words that God has spoken over many of our lives. Uh, um, as we look at it, there, there are so many of us that God have, have, has spoken to you. Let, 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 me, let me share it this way. There's some of you that God has spoken to you to start a work, start a mission. Now, now I'm not talking about start a church. Maybe there are if some of you. Maybe there are some of you that God has spoken to you to start a church. But I'm not talking about that. You may be a part of a church and God may have spoken to you to start a mission work within that church. Uh, uh, there are different outreach uh, uh, ministries that God has placed it on your heart to do. There are different uh, uh, youth work and youth ministries that God may have placed it in your heart to do. Uh, 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 young men uh, uh, need to be reached and God may have put it on your heart to, to do. Uh, uh, community services. God had put it in your heart to, to do, to start some community service to, to reach to, uh, reach for elderly care. God may have put it in your hand. I'm just throwing some things out there so that you can uh, be reminded in your spirit concerning maybe some of the things that God has put it in your heart to, to do. But let me share something with you. Uh, um, just because God put it in your heart to do does not mean that it's going to automatically happen. Many times God can put a thing in our hearts. God can speak over our lives concerning different things that he wants us to do. But if we don't walk it out, we will never see the fulfillment of it. There are many of you, God has put business ventures in your heart, different things that you can do, not only to help you and your family, but to help the ministry. These are business ventures that God has put in your heart. But if you don't walk it out, you will die with those ideas and die with those promises and die with those things that have been spoken into your heart. But you've got the purpose in your heart. Let me share something with you. You've got a purpose in your heart that I'm not going to let anything stop me from reaching those things that God has placed in my heart to do. Now, let me share this with you because there, there are times that uh, uh, um, there are different things that are designed by the enemy. I said, talked to you earlier about potentiality. Uh, um, the devil always fights potential. Whenever he sees potential, he's going to fight it. And let me share, every born again believer has been given divine potential to accomplish something in the earth. The Bible said, let your light so shine before men that light is nothing more than a reflection or a revealing of the potential that God has placed in our lives. And the devil always tries to fight potential. And what we will do, we will allow fear. Let me, let me deal with two things here. We will allow fear and procrastination to keep us from fulfilling our potential. These are two of Satan's number one weapons. 
fear and procrastination. And if we allow these two things, these two brothers to, to stop us, we will never reach the goals that God has given us to accomplish. Procrastination, let me say, procrastination is really nothing more than laziness that sounds better. You, 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 you procrastinate, you're just lazy. You need to get up and stop singing the blues. Stop saying, I can't or I will. We used to say the song, don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today. A lot of times we put it off today because we just don't want to feel, we don't feel like doing it. We put it off. And many of us, our dreams and many of us, our visions, many of us, our ideas have been placed on a shelf somewhere. And we're sitting down waiting for the gravy train to come. Stop procrastinating and get up and walk it out. If God gave it to you to do, walk it out. We used to sing the song, I believe I'll run on and see what the end is going to be. You'll never know what the end is going to be unless you walk it out. We got to stop allowing procrastination to hinder us and stop us. Not only procrastination, but we got to stop allowing fear to hinder us and become a block in our lives. Oh my God, there's so many of us that burning down on the inside concerning different things that God has put in our hearts to do. And we know we got that burning down on the inside to do this and to do that. But the minute we decide we're going to do it, the enemy comes in and we allow fear to cripple us. Fear will paralyze your ability to carry out what God has given you to do. I don't care what the devil throw your way. I don't care how bad things look. Don't allow fear to cripple or paralyze you. Look at Moses. Look at my scripture text on today. God spoke to Moses and told Moses, and Moses, I want you to go down into Egypt, and I want you to tell Pharaoh to let my people go. They've been in bondage for long enough. I've heard their prayers. I'm going to send you as a deliverer to set them free. Tell Pharaoh to let them go. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to set them free. Not only am I going to set them free, but I'm going to take them into the land of promise. Oh, my God, there are times that God will remind you and refresh you uh, concerning the things that he has in store for us. And Moses obeyed God, and we see where God set the people of God free. Now, let me show you something. <laughs> Many times when God give us a vision or give us a promise, Many times, he does not give us all of the details concerning that promise. Oh, he told them, I'm going to set you free, and I'm going to take you into the land of promise, the land that flows with milk and honey. But he didn't tell them the route that he was going to use to get them there. Oh, my Shabbat. Many times uh, we get excited about the promise. We get excited about the idea. But the minute difficulties come, we're ready to quit. We're ready to stop. We're ready to go back to where we are. Don't be like the children of Israel. They met their first obstacle.
obstacle and was ready to go back. But look at Moses. Moses heard them murmuring and complaining. Why did you bring us out here? You could have let us die in Egypt. It would have been better for us to stay there. We see these Egyptians breathing down our necks and they're coming down to kill us. Fear overtook them. But let me share something with you. When God make a promise concerning your life, when God speak a word into your life, I don't care how much the hellhounds may get on your track, they cannot stop you. The only thing that will stop you is your fears. And here they are at the Red Sea. And the enemy came. But let me show you what Moses did. Moses got them together and said, now listen, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. I'm going to give you four things. It's, first of all, fear not. <laughs> oh, my God. You got these Egyptians coming down upon us. And you telling us to fear not. Yes, fear not because God. Fear not. Stand still and see. Okay, listen it. Fear not, stand still and see. Okay, and I said four things, that's only three. But then if you look further on, then God said, now go across. <laughs> You see, there are times when the enemy gets on our track and, and he tries to hold us back. But I want you to I want to challenge you today. Don't fear what the enemy can do to you. Don't fear what the enemy is trying because the only thing the enemy can do is get you discombobulated, get you disoriented, and then now you lose your way. No, the enemy can't stop you. He will cause you to stop yourself by moving into fear. Stand still. Trust God. Believe what God said. I may not see it, but I'm telling my soul, I'm going to do like David said. Be still. Oh, my soul, stand inside of what God has said. I may not know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to stand still. I'm going to tell my emotions to stand still. And when I stand still, then I can see something else. I can see what God says. I can see the fulfillment of the promise. And when I see, I can move. I can move. I can go. As I said, God does not always give us all of the details when he gives us the promise. <laughs> Many times with the promise comes a problem. <laughs> and I would, I would choose to believe that in every promise there's a problem. <laughs> in every opportunity, there's opposition. In every dream, there is defeat. In every idea, there is failure. But I want to challenge us on today that regardless of these negative things that have a tendency to raise its head in the midst of our journey, don't allow them to stop you. Keep it moving. Walk it out. I've learned in my life 
some of the greatest lessons that I've learned about myself and about God is when I walked through the difficult times that were placed before me. God many times will not allow you to see uh, 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 the difficulty that's up the road because if you see that, you will never go. But God said, just go and I'll be with you. Just go, just go. Just keep on going. God said, keep on going. I, 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 I'll be with you. And watch God working in your lives. One of the reasons why God don't show us all of the details and give us all of the details because he wants to develop trust in us. He wants us to learn how to trust him. Let me show you this. God speak a thing, but God wants you to know that it is he that will bring you into the fulfillment of that thing. All you got to do is keep walking it, walk it out. If you walk it out, God will work it out, but you got to walk it out. You got to keep on moving toward that. This is what Paul said in the fourth chapter of, uh, of, of Philippians. He said, uh, um, I have not apprehended that for which I've been apprehended. I haven't reached it yet. I've accomplished some great things in life. I've built churches. I've raised up leaders, other leaders. I've done some great things. I've seen sick bodies healed. But Paul said, I haven't made it yet. I still got to keep on going. I got to keep on reaching. And let me share, if we don't keep on reaching, we can stop short of our final destination. And let me show you something. I'm not talking about final destination in, in heaven. I'm talking about uh, those other things, those greater things that God has in store for us. Let's keep on walking it out. God wanted to develop some trust and some faith in us. Let me show you this walking out thing that I'm talking about is nothing more than a walk of faith. If you're going to walk out that dream, if you're going to walk out that vision, if you're going to walk out that idea, you've got to develop some faith down on the inside because along the journey, you're going to meet up with oppositions, you're going to meet up with obstacles, but you're going to need the faith of God to be able to walk through those difficult times. I think it was Paul said, we walk by faith and not by sight. I'm not worried about what I see, but I'm worried about the only thing I'm concerned about is what God said. And because God said it, I can keep on walking. Regardless of what's happening, I can keep on walking. Faith will keep me moving when things aren't going well. Faith will keep me moving when I cannot see my way. And how many times we've embarked upon a, 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 a mission and somewhere along the line, you just can't see which step to make next, which way, which way to go here. That's when faith kicks in. Faith tells us, regardless of what you cannot see, know that God is still in control. If God said it, he'll do it. If he's spoken it, he'll bring it to pass. All he wants you to do is to keep on walking. Walk it out and watch God. 
bring to pass. Stop looking at somebody else and what somebody else has done and what somebody else has accomplished. God has something specific for you to do and you need to settle your heart, settle your spirit and do like, I think it was this, uh, Peter said, uh, when Jesus was speaking to him, he said, Lord, increase my faith. There comes a time that we need to ask God, God, increase my faith. But let me share something with you. Faith is for walking. <laughs> When God increases my faith, I got to get up and move. Faith without works is dead. That means get up and move. Get up and do something. Keep on walking. Walk it out. And watch God bring to pass those things that he has ordained for your lives. Let me show you here. Many times... God will not tell you what's on the journey because he has ordained that the journey prepare you for the destination. Oh, my God. You know, there are many things that God had promised. God had the ability to move you right into it. But God said, I'm going to take you this way because this is the route that's going to prepare you for the destination. Let me say many of us in the condition that we're in when we receive the promise, we are not ready for the fulfillment yet. Mm. Let me say that again. Many of us, when we receive the promise or when we receive the idea we're not in the condition we need to be in in order to fulfill or come into the fulfillment of it. So God puts us on a route, and sometimes on that route, you'll learn God. You'll learn yourself. Oh, my God, there's so many things that I shared earlier I've learned about myself while I've been on this journey called life. I've learned about God while I've sometime in my greatest oppositions, I learned more about myself. And when I get to where I need to go, then I've got that experience now that will help me operate where I am. And some of you, you want to get to your destination, but God said, you're not ready for it yet. So I got to take you this route. God could have taken the children of Israel a different route, which the scripture tells us that it was nearer. Ever. But God took them by way of wilderness. As we see in Deuteronomy, the sixth chapter, he said, I've taken you by way of wilderness to prove what was in you. There's some things in you that is not conducive for the promised land. So I'm going to take you this route. And all I need you to do is walk it out. If you walk it out, God said, I'll work it out. If you walk it out, God said, I'll fix you for your destination. If you walk it out, God will do in you the thing that he has for you. Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. Hmm. Better known to us today as Israel. <laughs> but God gave Jacob a vision and a dream after Jacob left uh, 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 Beersheba, after he uh, deceived his brother and his mom and dad told him to get up and go to your uncle Laban's house. And, and as Jacob left, God put him to sleep one night and God gave him a dream and God spoke to Jacob and said, Jacob, uh, 
I am going to every work, the place that you're laying on it, I'm going to give it to you. And as far east and west as you can see, all of this is your land and your seed. Mm. I'm going to bless your seed and your seed is going to be a blessing. I want you to see something here. Even though God gave Jacob that promise, uh, there was still a journey that Jacob had to take. It took 20 years. Mm. Oh my. And I'm not saying that it's going to take 20 years for you to walk into your fulfillment. But I just want you to understand that many times when God gives a promise, there is a time period that God is fixing you for the fulfillment. 20 years passed. Therefore, it was time for Jacob to leave his uncle Laban's house and go back to that land that God spoke to him. But during those 20 years, God was working on Jacob. He was taking that crookedness out of him. He was teaching him his heart and his mind. And sometimes on this journey, God is teaching you some things. He wants you to understand some things about him and understand some things about yourself. Joseph would have never enjoyed the benefits of the palace had he not first gone through the pit and the prison. God spoke to Joseph and said, Joseph, your brothers are going to bow down to you. In fact, your mom and dad's going to bow down to you. But Joseph had some 17 years where he went through the pit. Joseph could have quit in the pit. He could have given up after Potiphar's wife lied on him and had him thrown into prison. Joseph could have given it up, but Joseph said, I got to keep on walking. God spoke some things concerning my life. Joseph didn't know what was before him. He didn't know anything about the baker and the butler. All Joseph knew was that I'm going to keep on walking. And when the baker and the butler had dreams, Joseph could have easily said, well, I'm here in prison. You don't leave me alone. I don't want to have nothing to do with this God because God got me in prison. But Joseph, even in the midst of his difficulties, Joseph kept on walking. They had a dream and Joseph interpreted that dream. And as a result of Joseph continuing walking, Joseph found himself walking out of prison into the palace. If you were to keep on walking, you'd be amazed at where God can take you. But all I want you to do is just walk it out. If you want God to work it out, then you've got to walk it out. I don't care what's happening in your life right now. I don't care how many obstacles you may be facing. If God has given you a promise, all God is saying to you is walk it out. Mm. You may have had some failures along the way. You may have had some mess ups along the way. But if you still got breath in your body, and God has placed something in your heart to do, get up. I, I think it was Donna, Mc, Donna McClurkin sang the song, you get back up again. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not advocating falling. 
Now listen to me, I'm not advocating falling and I'm not advocating messing up, but I am advocating if you mess up, all you need to do is get back up again. Get back up again and tell God, God, I'm ready to keep on moving. And as you keep on moving, God will not only purge you from the difficulties, from the situation that caused you to fall, but he'll also strengthen you for the journey that is before you. God wants you to walk it out. God wants you to keep it moving. Don't stop where you are, but keep it moving. There's a song that I want to share, or the words to the song. I'm not going to sing it, but there's a word to the song that, uh, to a song that I want to share with you. And it says, "When you walk, through a storm, hold your head up high." And don't be afraid of the dark. For at the end of the storm is a golden sky. Oh my God, you may be going through a storm right now, but at the end of a storm, you keep on walking. There's a golden sky. And the sweet silver song of a lark. Walk on through the wind. Walk on through the rain. Though your dreams be tossed and blown. Walk on. Walk on with hope, with faith in your heart. And you'll never walk alone. Why? Because God said, I'm in there with you. As long as you keep on walking, God said, you can get there. Don't stop now. Don't give up now. Get rid of that procrastination spirit. Cause your fears to cease. Five. Speak to your soul and tell your soul to be still. And trust God as you keep on walking. Faith in God means that I'm walking it through. Faith in God does not mean that I'm sitting down twiddling my thumb. Faith in God means that I'm walking it through. Faith is a walk. That means whatever happens, keep on walking. We've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord. And if faith got us here, faith can take us all the way. Let's trust God. Let's trust God enough to keep on moving. Let's trust God that what he's spoken, 
He knows how to bring it to pass. You may not even know how to bring it to pass, but he knows how to bring it to pass. Trust God. If you put something in your heart to do, trust him that he'll give you directions when it's needed. You just get up and keep on moving. You get up and keep walking. And I guarantee you, as you walk, God will give direction. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. God will order your steps. Maybe not even just daily. God will order your steps situationally. All you got to do is just trust God. I thank God for this word on today because this is a word that God has spoken to me for me. I'm just sharing with you all, amen, what God has spoken to me for me. And I trust that you all can benefit from what God has spoken to me. But there's some things that God has said, Ed, you got to walk it out. You got to keep on walking. There's some unfulfilled dreams. You got to walk it out. There's a book for you to write. You got to walk it out. Come on. There's some folk that you still got to reach. You got to walk it out. God said, I'll be with you as long as you keep walking. Father, we bless you today. We thank you, God, for the reminder of the things, God, that you've spoken in our hearts, the dreams that you've given us, the visions that you've given us the ideas that you placed in our hearts. God, I thank you for the refreshing, God, that you've even given us on the last week and the refocus. But God, I pray right now, God, that you would empower us to keep on moving, to keep on walking, when trouble comes, we want to keep walking. When difficulties come, God, we want to keep on walking. Because God, the Red Sea will become nothing more than a pathway to the other side. As long as we keep walking. I pray now for strength for the journey. God, as we continue to walk this thing out. God, we may not even know what tomorrow holds, but as long as we know that we are in you, God, our spirit rests because we're going to get up tomorrow. And we're going to continue to walk, knowing that you're going to direct our path. <sighs> I bless you, Lord. I thank you. And I speak right now fulfillment of those dreams and visions in the, in the lives of those that have listened to this word on today. I speak fulfillment. In the name of Jesus, 
thank you for it. For it in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, bless God on today. Again, we thank God for the word of God on today that it challenged us to just walk it out. Be surprised how much God, how much power God will make available to you when you just walk it out. Walk it out and see God work it out concerning your lives. There may be some of you today that don't even know the Lord. I want to give you an opportunity at this time to trust God for salvation because life is beating you up. Life is destroying you. But God says, I'm come that you might have life and that more abundantly. You can have that by way of receiving the Lord into your life. And I want to pray for you right now. Those of you that want me to pray with you, I want you to pray this prayer along with me. Say, Lord, I thank you for the plan that you have for my life. I believe, God, that there's something greater for me. I believe, God, that in you, God, I can find peace. Forgive me, Lord, for every sin and every shortcoming in my life. I open up my heart right now to receive you. Come into my life right now, Lord, and save me. Deliver me from the bondage of sin and cause my life to be to the praise of your glory. I thank you for that right now. For it's in the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen and amen. Okay, again, we thank God for you being with us on this morning. We thank God for your attentiveness during the word of God. And again, I apologize for the technical difficulty that we experienced in the beginning of the message, but I've learned that difficulties are not stopping point. We can still walk our way through. And God has brought us through the word on this morning and I trust that your lives have been blessed as a result of the word on this morning. I want to challenge you to give to the ministry of our Father's house on today. This is a ministry that is that is designed and this is one thing that we endeavor to do my wife pastor carlin and myself we endeavor to make sure that the funds that you give go towards the upbuilding of god's kingdom god has blessed us and we believe that god is going to do even greater things for the ministry there's still some parts of the vision that god has god is still working out and I believe as a result of your giving, you will help us fulfill the vision that God has placed in our hearts to do. Give, as the Bible said, and it shall be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. God will cause men to give unto your bosom. If you want your life to be blessed, learn to give to the work of the Lord, and God will cause somebody to give into your lives. Get that offering right now. You have those means by which you can give. You'll find them scroll, scrolling over the screen. You can give by way of Cash App. Uh, um, that's dollar sign, Our Father's House, uh, O-R-B-G, 
or you can get by way of PayPal. That's worship at OFHArchburg.com. You can give by either of those means. And as a result of your giving, I believe that God is going to bless you. In fact, I'm going to pray now. Father, I thank you for everyone that is giving into the ministry of our Father's house. And not only those that are giving, but those that have already given in times past. I pray, God, the abundant blessings upon their lives. I believe your word, God, that you said if we give, you would give back to us. And I pray right now, God, that the reciprocating blessing that comes from heaven would pour out into each lives, cause their lives to be blessed, cause their homes to be blessed, cause their families, their children, their bodies, their finances to be blessed. I declare right now that the abundant blessings of God would overtake them in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it right now. Was in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. And amen. We know that you were blessed by today's message. We have to not only be listeners of the Word of God, but also doers. To find out what your next steps may be, simply go to OFHOrangeburg.com forward slash next. Come again next week where we will make sure you have a place to find God.